You're listening to Nightmare on Film Street. The current time is 6.66. Traffic is clear ahead from here to the afterlife. But it's hell outside. For the next hour, you're on Nightmare Time. So, let's give a grave welcome to our hosts, John and Kim. Hello again, fiends, and welcome back to Nightmare on Film Street, the horror movie podcast for the casually obsessed. I'm John. I'm Kim. And if you're looking for a movie to watch tonight, this weekend, whenever, we're here to recommend Demons. I don't think you really need our recommendation to watch this movie, but that's what we're talking about today. It's a perfect follow-up to Popcorn. It's closing out our movie theater massacre double feature, and oh boy, what what an explosive demon-filled movie to end on. I forgot a lot about this movie. It goes such places, right? I honestly, second half of the movie... Was was just like what? You're just like you're what off movie book? is this? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen this. What movie. version is this? <laughs> Did we accidentally put on Demons Two in the second half of the movie? Which we have to watch. We haven't watched. Demons Two is great. It's also set in an apartment building. Perfect little uh, lead up if you're getting ready for Evil Dead Rise. Before we get into Demons, John, we're gonna need you to give us three good things uh, for anybody listening out there who's still on the fence. Like, should I see this movie? I'd say my number one good thing has to be that when people are. Uh, possessed, infected, (laughs) and become demons, their teeth get replaced, and you get long Italian nightmare-ish type horror sequency shots where you see their fucking teeth. I thought you were going to say Italian fangs. I was like, (laughs) what makes them Italian? They get those classic Italian fangs. No, but like their demon teeth come and push their own teeth out, and you get like long lingering shots on it. I think we've all probably had nightmares about losing our teeth before. This is just like that, but tons of blood, and then you also kill your friends afterward yeah and ditto for the fingernails they are just as great. oh man don't you love a fucking so good we're gonna talk fingernail. we have to talk about them more because i don't know what else, what else i have to say but they're really good <laughs> <laughs> number two has got to be that uh, it's got one of the craziest uh, finales it includes a fucking rambo style superman on a motorcycle riding around chopping up demons with a samurai sword how do you beat that yeah you need that in your demon movie you really do yeah no demon movies complete without it the third one I will take. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it to the demon design. The look of the demons is fantastic. They look and great. And Bava knows how to shoot them. They are wonderful when they creep in like the dark hallway and there's Yo. a light behind them and they just look really fucking cool. They have goo leaking out of their mouths. They have glowing eyes. They're just... Oh, I just love them. Yeah. And that's just three good things about a movie that's got like 666 good things about it. It is the perfect midnight movie. The preview you are about to watch is for a movie that is unlike any you have ever seen before. It is for a movie that goes beyond temporary fear to everlasting terror. It is a movie called Demons. Yes, the demons are coming. And they're coming for you. Warning, if you have the courage to see demons sit near an exit, otherwise, you might never get out. In your theater, who will survive the touch of the demons and who will not? Demons 
with music by Billy Idol, Motley Crue, The Adventures, Rick Springfield, and Saxon. This is no dream. This is happening right now. And it could be happening to you. Demons. They will make cemeteries their cathedrals. And the cities will be your tombs. Will you survive it? Demons. Lamberto Bava's Demons, Demone, is currently sitting at a 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 3.6 out of 5 on Letterboxd. That's what, that's what everybody else thinks about it. Now let's get into what we think about this fucking movie. Uh, have you seen the poster? Okay, well, you've seen the poster, obviously. It's that iconic shot from the demons coming up out of the stairwell and their fucking shadows like blasted up on the ceiling and shit. Yeah, and the font's really good, and it's like bright neon yellow, right? Yeah, but have you ever uh, seen the tagline attached to that poster? It's so fucking rad. They will make cemeteries their cathedrals, and the cities will be your tombs. That's, Fuck yeah! That's the line in the movie. Is it? Yeah, that's the. It said. <laughs> it said twice in the movie. In the movie. It said in the movie. In the movie. Yeah, sorry. Twice. <laughs> too much hooting and hollering going on in our living room. This movie goes so hard, so fast. That's what I really like about it. Is it's our lead characters? They get this weird invitation. They go to this movie theater. Boom! Demons. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna Boom. lie. Boom, <laughs> demons! If somebody just walks up and gives me a free movie theater ticket, I'm, I'm going. going. It does <laughs> doesn't matter whether or not he's got a fucking Phantom of the Opera face. He's just half of his face is just like a metal mask. She asks no question. I mean, it'd be rude to ask about that, but I mean, she asks no questions about the movie. She's like, "Here's a gold ticket to a movie theater no one goes to, but it's back open in business Would again." Would you ask questions? Yeah. No, you would not. You'd just be like. Thank you, sir. You you wouldn't ask a single question. No. Okay. What time? <laughs> yeah. Bam, a question. <laughs> well, she yeah, so she does try to ask him some questions. One of them is, "Can I have another ticket for my friend who definitely doesn't want to come?" Yeah. It, it seems it's so weird cuz she's like, "Oh, we have class." I mean, I guess they've maybe got some sort of night school plans or something. But by they the are- time they get to the th- cuz she convinces her to skip class and go to the movies. By the time they get there, it is sundown. It is fucking dark. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know, it's it's what, maybe 10 minutes into the movie before somebody's possessed, becomes a demon, starts mauling people? It's really fast. Yeah, and it just explodes from there. We've got people getting their eyeballs plucked out, people getting their throats slashed open, and just like rad fucking synth heavy metal garbage nonsense music. I mean, I, I like it, don't get me wrong. It's on many playlists that I have, but you wouldn't necessarily break these songs out in like a dance mix that you're you're hosting a party at your house and you're like oh that's right everybody get ready on the dance floor we're playing the demon theme from Claudio Cementi <laughs> like no one's showing up for that like they're showing up for Bruno Mars I love the music in this movie mostly the placement of where there's music and where there is not hard the, cuts on that music there too. are a lot of scenes where there's demony things happening and you just hear the like because there's just no no score, no sound, no nothing. Yeah, and like 
other Dario Argento movies. He produced this. He wrote it as well. Helped write it. Uh, it's just like loaded with American heavy metal punk music. I mean, don't knock it. Knock I'm not. I'm not works. knocking it. But it's just don't <laughs> knock something that works. Okay, yeah, it's odd and unique, and it really suits the movie and it makes me. It suits the whole genre. Like name. What is it called? Oh, branding, marketing. <laughs> you you can create an entire, you know, like Nancy Drew and the Curse of the the Tower. Like you know what you're getting. You've read one Nancy Drew. You've read them all. It, is the is the movie funny because the dialogue is dubbed, or is the dialogue funny? Can I ask you that question? I do not know. Yeah, I have no answer it's, for you. It is also just a lot of people declaring things like this. It's about time that they learned where the demons come from. And somebody, instead of finding evidence, just walks into the scene and goes, I think the movie has something to do with it. I've got no evidence to back that up. And then another character goes, she's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the logic, well, they do become a mob pretty quick. And I think it says a lot about mob mentality. Oh, sure, yeah, of course. Uh, And that somebody proposes something and everybody's like, yeah, let's do that. (laughs) Surely that will work. We are into zombie territory though really quick i do want to take a minute mm-hmm. because they do actually watch this movie yeah a so, good amount of it similar to popcorn from last week yes. we got a movie in a movie and that, that movie's also pretty good and funny i fucking love the movie in a movie yeah. it's so crypty and spooky and there's lots of blue lighting and fog and like gratuitous spider webs well, uh, Spiderweb game strong. The other thing that's great. Crypt game strong. The, yeah, you you were really responding to the cobwebs in this movie. <laughs> but the, the other thing that's funny is that when they show up to the movie theater, uh, you know, no one's been in this theater for a while. It's been closed down for a little bit, but it's been newly renovated. And oh, yeah, it's the premiere night. We put a motorcycle in the front. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> so, yes, there's just like the weirdest props in the lobby, we've prop got a motorcycle prop. Pa. Okay, there's a, a leather-bound gimp-looking mannequin riding a motorcycle with a samurai sword above his head and a demon mask in his hand. And you're like, this is, I don't understand why this was here. If this was in a movie, it'd be the most preposterous thing ever. Maybe that's the actual, so here is my theory of all of demons. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop it real early in the episode. Uh-huh. They should have finished the movie. I'm sure all of that stuff comes into play. Oh, totally. But That wh- is how they could have solved and or prevented the demon outbreak. Oh, you're saying they should have just watched the movie so they knew how to stop the demons. Or just not touched the prop. Kim, I think it's it's actually not so much about mob mentality, but about how we are losing ourselves in cinema and about how fantasy and reality, the lines are being blurred and like we're starting to. And now, you know, you you really see it now at the internet age and they were really ahead of their time in thinking about this, about how we're just losing touch. And then, you know, like the movie ends and we start to see, uh, Uh, I'm trying uh... to put on a voice here so you know (laughs) that this is a joke. I'm not trying to propose any theory here. I just wanted to say that it was, I thought that the prop was funny in the lobby, but but then as soon as the movie comes on, the movie in the movie, we just see characters riding motorcycles, and it's like, oh, that's what the motorcycle's all about. Yeah, obviously, that that character, as silly as it is, and you're like, what kind of movie could this thing ever be in? It's this movie, the one we're fucking watching. That's very meta. I never never thought of that. You know, I didn't even think of the motorcycle when it showed up. I was like, oh. That makes sense, because there's one there. <laughs> well, we come back to the motorcycle later on. Uh, I, 
<laughs> because one of the characters is is so distraught about maybe being turned into a demon. He's like, please kill me next to this motorcycle I like. <laughs> Even then, when we, we see the motorcycle again, I'm like, wow, what a goofy kind of character. Like, I don't understand. No one would put this in a movie. And then, like, a thought I had five minutes before that character becomes a real-life person in the movie. And I said, this fucking rocks. <laughs> Lamberto Bobo is probably like, you know, we need this motorcycle. How do we get it into the movie? And they're like, oh, well, don't Americans have Planet Hollywood where they put, like, movie props and shit just, like, out on display? This is from another movie. It's fine. I love that idea. It's done. That's so great. It's It's in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I love imagining that they're trying to solve this problem. Like, how do we get a motorcycle in the theater? Like, oh, yeah, we just put one there. We just put it there. (laughs) We just put it there. Oh, so simple. So smart. Thank you. (laughs) So here, we're, we're on a really good logic question. I have, I have some... I need some philosophizing from you. Uh-oh. Do the demons come because Rosemary touched the mask and put it on? Or does the demon do the demons come because of the movie? Or do the demons just come? So this is a great question. Because, <laughs> yes, when uh, before the movie starts, Rosemary, who's who's there with her pimp Tony and, <laughs> and her fellow prostitute, uh, the words they use in the movie, uh, <laughs> Carmen, she grabs the mask off the prop, puts it on, accidentally gets a small little cut on her face. And she's all like super sad about it. And then later on we see in the exact same scene play out in the movie within the movie. That character becomes a demon basically the exact same time that she does. So like you would think that it has something to do with the mask. Also there's that mysterious fucking figure who's been handing out tickets to people and then is occasionally seen in reflections and then shows up later on at the top of the the the, 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 the building for the big showdown. I guess he has some sort of power with that mask or has imbued it with some sort of power or discovered it the same way they care. Why would he go to the effort of making a fucking movie? What does it have to do with the movie at all? <laughs> there's so there's there's all that. I haven't even I, like answered your question, but the... <laughs> maybe it's a transgression thing. Like they have to watch the movie and know what the mask would do or she puts the mask on before the movie. I don't know. I right. do not know. Here's the best part, though. Uh, the movie, Demons, tells you that it's not the movie. <laughs> it says that it's the theater. At first, one of the characters is like, the movie has something to do with it. It's got to be the movie. And then later on, they decide that it's not. <laughs> because they destroy the movie and it's still bad. <laughs> yeah, that didn't solve the problem. They're just Why like- is it automated? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like, it's just like they had automated, pro- maybe back then they didn't, but like they had automated projectors where like you literally just load in the reel and it just, you program it and then they changes the reels but for, for you. But for this movie, why is it automated? Oh, evil. Because the Phantom of the Opera is like pulling the strings on the roof? Yeah, he always knew they'd break in. He's like, well, I can't be here when they show up and break in. They're Logically, they're going to figure out that the movie had something to do with it and then they're going to come looking for answers of the projectionist. Oh, boy. What I love about the demon infection, though, is that when Rosemary gets it, she gets the cut on her face. Yeah. That's where the demon infection starts from. Yeah, that's, that's where the demon gets in? That's how the demon gets in. Yeah. Um, because she runs to the bathroom and she's like, oh, my beautiful face. And then it's like a pustule. Oh, fuck. And it starts like pulsating oh, and shit. So Man, gross. Man, loved it. So gross. <laughs> loved it. Uh, but I did really appreciate that it was like, colored and that they had different colors like yeah each of the demons was a little different yeah Yeah. their drool goo like matched their personality like somebody had like a really light blue color and one had green and you're just like that's so sweet (laughs) it's so sweet (laughs) yeah no the special effects in this movie are so gross and i love them so fucking much they really 
really go hard. I mean, I already said it, but like what it lacks in plot, it makes up for in special effects sequences. Yeah, and like you think they've they've run the well dry by the time you you have your fucking middle of the movie detour that just like takes all the gas out of this movie. Uh, What's the middle of the movie detour? Where, oh, where right. We, yeah, so like so the movie leads to them uh killing some demons, barricading themselves in, getting attacked by more demons, destroying the film. Nothing's better. And then we cut to a car where there are some punks driving around the city and they're doing cocaine and they're all jerks to each other. <laughs> like, and they're listening to Billy Idol, I think, right? Yep. Like that's, yeah, okay. Uh, and we do that for way too long. Way too long. We, if we had have established them, you know, it's an editing problem because you could have worked their storyline in with they all the no other storyline. Story- they were just doing coke out of a coke can. Name another character in this movie who actually has a storyline. Come on. <laughs> I have a character for you and she works into the philosophy because I have questions about her the lady that takes the tickets and has the flashlight in the theater and is like trying to stop people from smoking and making out we also okay so we did not also say that when shit goes south (laughs) people scatter you know like everybody tries to escape they all make their way to the exit and they've been bricked in Also something we need to talk about. <laughs> right? Somebody has shown up and just like Edgar Allan Poe, cask of Amontillado, bricks them into the fucking theater. And like, ha ha, this is where you die for insulting the demons. <laughs> also, the punks break in later. So not every exit's bricked up. Just the one these people decide to go to. Uh, and then panic. So I don't understand who, what that ticket taker's deal is. Because she looks pretty. She, one, she has amazing hair. Two, she does. She looks ominous the whole All time. All the time. When so, she's taking so the often. tickets, she looks ominous. Yep. <laughs> and then at the at the end half of the movie, all of a sudden she's a demon, and you're like, what? Yeah, there are so many people that just turn into demons by the end of the movie. Like, all of a sudden, all the punk kids who broke into the theater are demons. You're like, they okay. Bring, like, I don't think they have anything to do with the movie. You think that they're going to help, you know, like the punks are going to you know, work together with the two preppy leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're all going to get out alive. But nope, all of a sudden, one random scene, you just see that all the punks are already demons. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't even see what happened to them. You see one of them sort of get, like, torn apart, I guess, or turn into a demon but by the time we come back with the motorcycle and the samurai sword they're just part of the mob part of the demon mob getting their fucking heads slashed which means their entire detour the only reason it exists is to let that zombie the i think it's the blind guy or zombie demon yep they act like zombies it's it's not an incorrect term no they let him out the side door yeah so there there you go yeah exactly that's their purpose in the movie they they break in because they're running away from the cops and in doing so they leave one of the doors open which is a terrible idea because it tells the cops where he went and then uh yeah one of the demons just like whoop slips out that door (laughs) kills those cops and 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 like i don't know an hour and a half later when our lead characters like finally make their way out the movie theater we find out boom the whole world's gone to shit Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We're in a goddamn apocalypse. Which is such a fucking I I I kind of love that ending. It's so good because like you do get wrapped up in uh, these characters. Like, it's not like it's fucking hereditary or something. I'm like, like in their story. Like I really hope they're gonna make it out of here. I okay. hope these two are gonna date. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> I, I'm just like loving life along for the ride. Like this is why you go to the movies. Uh, and like oh they finally make it out. They finally beat the big bad. And then like holy shit the outside is even worse. The, the world is a movie theater you gotta fight through now. <laughs> well you kind of get that I guess vibe because a helicopter falls through the fucking roof. What, what a, an incredible moment for a finale in a movie. In that as an audience member you're just like I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense but it totally works. Like, everything that could be going wrong is going wrong inside this movie theater. Fucking demon hands are punching through the back of movie theater seats to, like, rip throats out from other people. That was great. Oh, it's just so many incredible great... Sh- there is a scene where... This should have been one of the good things. Where our original demon, Rosemary, who is dead and loving it, right? Like, she is cackling she, and having a great time. I have to give her credit. She has such longevity. That demon is kicking the whole movie. Yeah, she's... In Nobody the, kills her. It's almost an insult. <laughs> that she's not the one that escapes and infects the whole world. That's so true. Right? That should have been her responsibility. Uh, but, you know, like a good boss, delegates. <laughs> Gave that role to somebody else so she I could... think it was the blind man and she put her <laughs> fingers through his eyes. Isn't that the best? She doesn't even kill him. She, she just, like, rips out the eyes of a blind man and he's like, cool, thanks. I wasn't really using him anyway. Kind of an insult, if you ask me. Also, I'm a demon now. He takes a little bit of time to turn into a well, demon. because he has to speak ominous with his really cool, bleedy eyes. It looks great. It does oh, look great. Oh, my God. It looks like something out of it. Like, uh, it honestly kind of looks like the one of the demons out of Edgar Allan. Edgar Allan. Edgar Wright's fake trailer for the movie Don't. That's very true. I thought you were going to say it looks like something straight out of a Lambert Obama movie. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> right, yeah. Rosemary, though. Lead demon. Uh, lieutenant demon uh, of corporal the... demon. Yes, absolutely. Again, this should have been one of the one of the good things. She kills somebody by squishing their head in a movie theater seat. Do you remember that? I do not remember. That's that. the thing. There's chaos in this movie, and if you blink, you miss a cool demon death. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I've seen this movie a few times, and, I, and I'm only just now seeing some of my favorite shit about it. Uh, maybe it's because last time I think we were on a live chat or on a, on a watch party with yeah, the I think, club. Yeah, I think we did it for a New Year's thing. I was probably like trying to find a gif or just like put a fun quip, like, ha ha, I'm so funny and smart, and I missed my favorite part of the movie yeah she totally squishes somebody's head using the movie theater seat they try and come up with every fun silly cool as fuck kill that they can inside a movie theater and they really do one of my favorite and it's supposed to be like the big emotional moment is when <laughs> when cheryl the the female lead her best friend becomes a zombie and and it's it's a slow drawn out process because she's she's transforming kind of like 
by losing herself. Oh, like, fuck. I completely forgot about that. Where yeah. she's like, who am I? Where are who we? Who are you? What's happening? And you can see her like getting pale and then like the veining come up and then yeah. she turns away again and her hair's covering her face and you know that like it's coming. She's going to have the contact lenses this and she comes so back good. and it's great. And then the her love interest, the whole movie, just like whacks her <laughs> over the head with a chair like WWF style. Yeah. <laughs> You just hear a glass smash, like, da 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 fucking Stone Cold is walking down the aisle. And, like, only moments ago, they were, like, cuddled in the dark theater, like, oh, this movie's scary. I don't know how he made it this far without saying that Cheryl's, uh, Cheryl's, like, you know, BF. Best friend or boyfriend? New boyfriend, because, okay. because they sat beside each other. I mean, like, they sort of, like, they, they all had like, eyes with each other in the lobby before the movie started. He, I could not get out of my head that he just looks like Italian Tommy Jarvis. He gives me total Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. Also, the motorcycle, like, the coming in with the sword, like, the the hero. That is a that is actually a really good moment when uh, when Kathy gets, uh, gets turned into a zombie. I... Demon, my mistake. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say uh, it's the scene when Carmen, the um, like the, essentially the first person that Rosemary attacks, like she slashes at her, she fucking just drags her nails across her throat, just like gashes it open. Looks rad, like American werewolf in London style shit. Mm-hmm. And then she just sort of like trying to find her way back to her seat, like everybody else in this movie. Oh my god, John, gets, gets don't lost, remind me. Gets lost in curtains. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> and somehow winds up on the opposite side of the movie screen. Uh, we'll pick it back up from there, but Kim has a special report live from the scene uh, in the curtain room. Hi, everyone. I have <laughs> I have to admit something here on the podcast that this movie made me discover a fear that I have that I never knew I had before, and I could never live in Twin Peaks world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. Like, um. I am afraid of being trapped in curtains now. <laughs> yeah, now that's a fear that's been unlocked inside you. That's so funny that that it was like you're. It's because you politely watch Twin Peaks with me. You're not like engaged with it. So but, yeah, like yeah. velvet curtains, oh, <laughs> and just like just sloughing through them, and there's no edge to them. Like, oh my god. That's funny. You're never. You're not going to get away from them ever because I'm always going to make you watch a David Lynch stuff. There's curtains in Lost Highway. I mean, I like a curtain. I love velvet, but, but seeing somebody trapped in them, you're like, oh no. It's just it, like the hairs on my neck, like it it's sends be- shivers. It's because you are secretly claustrophobic, and I think it's like an anxiety thing. Because then you're just like, well, what it was? The, what if it was on a stage and you're <laughs> trying to get to the back, and the audience is just quietly looking at you and judging <laughs> no, you? No, no. <laughs> so in your fear, you don't. You personally don't know that the audience can see that you're trapped and are thinking, <laughs> "What an idiot!" Because they're seeing the curtain like a cat behind the drapes, just like, oh. Uh, uh. Just like wandering around the back of a theater. <laughs> the entire play has stopped. No one's performing. They're just staring at you lost. And I'm not even an actor. I'm just like some idiot who holds a light. Wow, what a specific fear. <laughs> anyway, Cheryl Carmen, sorry, winds up behind the movie theater screen. And it's so fucking good because it's a scene where like these, uh, like the movie within the movie, somebody's starting to like kill their friends. Uh, man, some great dialogue. I wish we had written some of it down. Some of the best dialogue in this movie was in that fucking movie within the movie he's just like oh that says here that there's uh demons that come back from the dead like how do you know that like well it says here in the book oh that demons God. come back from the dead <laughs> this is the crypt of nostradamus don't mind that it's only three feet long <laughs> <laughs>
Carmen is uh, beating on the on the inside of the movie. It looks so screen. fucking good. I fuck yeah, right? Like uh, like Videodrome shit when the TV's expanding out, but like the the projection is still on it. It looks rad. Uh, and some people are starting to realize like is are are those real human screams that we're hearing underneath the movie? Uh, and then yeah, she sort of tears her way through. But it's right in the moment there's tearing through like the tent or whatever. Man, in... yeah, somebody's Ugh. somebody's slashing through the tent while she's breaking through the screen. It is. I don't know if I've ever given it credit for how amazing it is. It is so fucking rad. Just like level 10 stuff in a movie that is just was only ever only needed to be good. You know, like it's it's a it's a drive-in horror movie. It's a grindhouse Italian drive-in horror movie. And no one's coming here expecting to have a tear at the end of the movie or or like a revelation like they just watched Citizen Kane, but like holy shit, did they swing for the fences with this? Okay, but for every scene where we have perfectly timed, you know, zombies breaking through translucent screens, we have a character discovering a room that has zero importance in the movie. I thought we were only here to talk about good things. There I thought were, we just wanted to say there the was good things. So, <laughs> there was so much background exploration of this theater. We saw a side room with that was all bricks and super ominous, which I guess is like the origin of the demon. What is up with that room? <laughs> yeah, like, so yeah, you're, oh my God. You're, <laughs> they broke through a wall that led to another area of the movie theater that led to an empty room that they all had a breakdown in. I don't know why. And then they just went back to the area <laughs> they, that they uh, had yep. barricaded. The we... punks are in like the secret downstairs and we have to watch them walk through the, the, the non-renovated part of the theater for no reason. Yeah, it's a good flick. We got like 6,000 extra square feet. We got a barbarian amount of I was just going to say, we got a Justin Long uh, amount of space in our Demons are in there rental. with the fucking tape measure. The guy with the mask is in there with the tape measure. Like, holy shit, I could have had so many more demons in here. We could have had a whole second screening. I don't understand him at all. So we're all going to agree on this. He's the catalyst. He's the one that's starting this. Sure. Therefore, mm-hmm. this is my essay. Therefore, he also had to be the one that bricked up or was okay with the bricking up of the theater doors sure and maybe he he missed one Mm -hmm. does that mean he didn't want the demon apocalypse to escape the theater was this just like was it a dry run was it (laughs) was it a like just him understanding this power maybe he discovered the mask and he knew what it would do and he just wanted to see like you know like just a taste of the destruction that it could be and then it got out of his control, and then the whole world got infected. Like, why are the doors bricked? The doors are bricked. It presents the idea that whoever is orchestrating this doesn't want the demon curse to get out. Uh, yeah. I, here, here's why I think the doors are bricked, okay? Because it's really cool <laughs> when everybody tries to escape, and there's fucking bricks behind the locked doors. What a great image. Uh, okay, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Moving on. Like the motorcycle? Looks cool. Put it in. Yep. Love it. It's, it's great. Totally works. Because movies aren't real. That's the best part about movies. They're not real. <laughs> they don't have to do the things that reality does. <laughs> they just have to end. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got to do. They have to end with applause. After that, 
doesn't matter. Uh, I, I, it's it's funny you say that because my uh, my first thought though, like logistically, like if there was an actual reason to brick the doors, is that um, he wanted to ensure that the largest amount of demons got out as possible, so that way it's like guaranteed apocalypse. Oh, like a nice little like tornado of demons come out. Yeah, because if he didn't, then maybe only one would get out, and surely they'd encounter police very quickly. They'd be killed, and then the apocalypse wouldn't happen. Not a theory that holds up when we let one blind demon out and he murders the whole world. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, so the very end of this movie, when our two final leads, our survivors, make it out, they climb up the helicopter with a winch or whatever. And I love how much we just haven't talked about how great it is that just like, oh, wow, all the demons are almost dead. There's nowhere for us to go. There's no escape. Helicopter crashes through the roof. It's just so great. Yeah, and it presents another exit. And then they have, like, the little showdown with the Phantom of the Opera guy. Which is fine. He gets stabbed in the eye with some rebar. Love that. Uh, everything's great. And then they see the rest of the world is fucking infected. Isn't it great? Yeah, they're on the roof. So they basically have, like, a like a eye-level sight of the building next door. And people, like, can see in the windows. They're just, like, people are being strangled by demons and shit. People are being thrown out windows. It's all really low budget. It's all, like one apartment window and it's all close up on a stage. There's but a bunch of cars on fire in the street do, below. Right. They, they do a great job of making it look like the entire world is on fire. There, there's demons creeping out everywhere. It's it's fabulous. And they're picked up by this family who's just like armed to the teeth. And they're just like, we're just going to drive off into the woods. Surely there's there's somewhere that's not demons yet. Yeah, yeah we'll and find somewhere to go. It's been hours at most from the beginning of the movie to the entire world being infected and people coming to terms with that and just like, Shh, <laughs> yes, that's and that that it's also not America. Like you said it in like America. You're like, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And naturally cold and ready. <laughs> but we're in Germany, like actual Germany. <laughs> and these people are armed to the teeth and ready to go. It's nuts. I think the movie I think the movie takes place in real time. I think the entire thing is 90 minutes. I would believe that, except for the fact that everybody is so, like, sleepy and bored after they barricade themselves in, like, they've been sitting for hours. Oh, yeah? You think so? I really think, though, that they should have just finished the movie. They shouldn't have destroyed it. They should have just watched the movie, yeah. They're like, oh, wow. And all of our friends came back from the dead. Wow, that's... Yeah, like, what if you just had to read a line and it just, like, cancels everything out? I love... I, I You know what? I love that idea. And now makes sense why the place might be bricked up. And he's like, no, 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 no. You can solve this. Don't... I can't let <laughs> these demons get It's just an escape room? Yes. <laughs> yeah! An, this is the most intense... Experience. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time he's on the roof, like, we don't hear his, his, his vocals or anything, but, like, clearly in his head he's just like all you had to do was finish the movie man like you just you just had to finish the movie just ask for a hint <laughs> <laughs> yeah what a what a fun movie it's crazy it's nutters it's off the wall uh it's italian so it's fully dubbed the voices are what are nuts oh the there's so many steps are loud i love that's my favorite thing about italian cinema is they never disappoint me on the foley it's great in all the wide shots when the characters are just talking and they use a take where their mouths are not moving at all all the time love it so good absolutely love it it's, it's also the like the weaponized use of uh to just fill space when like the mouth the, the character the actor's mouth is open longer than it should be <laughs> So great. You'd be happy to know that Tony, the pimp in the movie, is back again in part two. 
But he's a demon. He's a completely different person. Oh. <laughs> it is a whole... Uh, like That's not even the only person from Demons who comes back for Demons 2. They all play different characters. Oh, I love that. It's that not, makes me It's happy. not everybody. Don't get me wrong. Like uh, Unfortunately, the actress who plays Rosemary isn't back, even though she's the coolest looking demon. They should have brought her back. That's fun, because it's like an alternate version of the infection. I don't know. It's like a universe 2. It's been a lot longer since I've seen demons too than i've seen demons but in my memory it's kind of like a cloverfield 10 cloverfield lane scenario where it's like same same apocalyptic event but happening somewhere else completely different story that's fun yeah so kim what's your we already know what the we already know what the critics at large think of a movie like demons how are you rating this movie so it's weird it makes no sense it's got no plot uh, <laughs> but the special effects are great yep Love the movie within a movie. Does everything I asked it to. Yep. Um, three out of four? Yeah, I'm going 3.5 on this one. It's way, fun. Way too fun. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, th- the thing, too, is like the ending is so good and the beginning is so good. It really makes up for that chunk in the middle where nothing's happening. Yeah. They, for no reason. We, lots of rooms are discovered. <laughs> but here, here's, what I, here's what I discovered last night. I, we made this mistake, but in future won't. I think it's intentional. I think we have to remember that these movies were made for the theater and they came in hard so you wouldn't leave. I mean, like, people would do that all the time. They'd leave, maybe get their money back. And they're just like, ah, I'm bored of doing cocaine while watching this movie. I'm getting out of here. Uh, <laughs> um, but if you stayed and you're just like a, a person with popcorn and a you know large soda, at some point you got to go to the bathroom. I think the trick to do So demons, the whole middle of this movie is, like, bathroom approved? <laughs> exactly. You don't miss a thing if you don't pause the movie, which we did. We paused it, you know, refilled our drinks, went to the bathroom, sat back down, hit play, went, oh, this is a slog i think if we had just gotten up and did all of our stuff we wouldn't have missed anything we would have loved the movie Ooh, back we're back right in time to see the demons tear it up again finally a movie for those of us with small bladders right (laughs) yeah that's my that's my advice that's my that's my actual genuine advice if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of demons don't pause it but that's just our opinion. <laughs> Let us know what you thought of this perfect Midnight Madness drive-in grindhouse B-movie trash piece. Uh, so, 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 so much fun. Share your thoughts with us on Twitter at NOFS Podcast or in the Nightmare on Film Street uh, Discord at nofspodcast.com slash Discord. If you're enjoying the show, consider giving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps us grow the show and get it in front of more fiends. And if you've been listening to us for a while and you want more Nightmare on Film Street content, head to our Patreon at nofspodcast.com slash fiendclub to join and get uh, all of those bonus episodes that we've been recording in the past year or so and watch parties and live streams and all kinds of fun stuff. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, But until then, I'm John. I'm Kim. Stay Stay creepy. It appears you made it out alive. But we'll get you next time. Help us to grow the horde. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. More terror can be found lurking on our website, nofspodcast.com. Until next time, stay creepy, fiends.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.